This is Retail Retold, the story of how that store ended up in your neighborhood. I'm your host, Chris Ressa, and I invite you to join my conversation with some of the retail industry's biggest influencers. This podcast is brought to you by DLC Management. Welcome to Retail Retold, everyone. Today, I am joined by Mohammed Ahmed. Mohammed is the owner of Safina's Cafe in Columbus, Ohio. Welcome to the show, Mohammed. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Chris. So, Mohammed, tell us a little bit about who you are and and your business. Uh, my name is Mohammed, and um, um, the way we got started with Sofina's Cafe, actually, it was, actually, let me make it into a short story. So, Sofina's Cafe was, uh, we was looking to my auntie, which is, um, she's a cook. So, she's been doing cooking in her home for a while now. And uh, so me and her, we, we was thinking, you know, to find a location which I came across, you know, on on the Internet. So and a friend of mine that I knew actually here who used to be at the same location was the pit. And I guess he was um, moving on to a new location and we kind of acquired um, this location where he was at at the moment. And, and, and what type of restaurant is Sofina's Cafe? It's ethnic, uh, mostly Somali cuisine or East African cuisine. You know, I don't know if you heard, a lot of people know about the Sambusa. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and for everyone out there, I, I know about the Eastern African cuisine restaurant, Sofina's Cafe, because Mohammed is a tenant in a DLC shopping center. That's good. Right. And how long have you had this cafe? Uh, for a year now. Yes. What did you do before this business venture? I was in the healthcare industry, more in a home healthcare or uh, working with people with developmental disability. A lot of people, um, uh, they know that home healthcare is kind of broad in terms on, on the people that you serve, you know, but me in general, I was focusing on the developmental disability aspect of the home care business. Was it your own business or did you work for someone else? It was my own. I started with a friend, actually, me and my friend. We used to work. I used to be a microbiologist working for LabCorp. Uh, We met over there, me and my friend, and we decided uh, to start the developmental disability. So you are just a serial entrepreneur. That's correct. (laughs) Excellent. Yes, sir. Uh, All right, Mohammed. I want to bring us to the part of the show called Clear the Air. I've got three questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. When is the last time you did something for the first time? When was the last time that I did for the first time? Uh, It was when I was in middle school, you know, because I was, I started playing soccer. I mean, baseball, not soccer, baseball. You know, that was my first time and my last because I (laughs) baseball was kind of new to me. Uh, You know, it was a new sport. And um, growing up, I came, you know, I've never been introduced to baseball game. So that was kind of interesting, you know, wearing the helmet and actually didn't know to move when the ball was coming at you. So I got hit multiple times and the coach actually, you know, said, son. This is not your sport. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I imagine you've tried some other things for the first time since <laughs> baseball, but obviously that one made an impact on you. Where yeah. did you grow up? You mentioned growing up, you weren't introduced to it. Where did you grow up? I grew up in South Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yes. I came to the United States in 1997, by the end of 1997, and as a refugee and been located to South Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Wow. And where were you a refugee from? From Somalia. Wow. Can we talk about that for a minute? How did you end up uh, getting over to America? Uh, through uh, the UN or the United Nations program, which was run by the U.S. in uh, Kenya. So when the Civil War happened, there was a refugee camp that was placed in Kenya. And we was there for approximately, I don't, I'm not, I can't remember, as my dad told me, it was like probably two or three years. So we went to, we had to go through biometrics um, and get uh, tested and went through paperwork, you know, background check before we got here. Yeah. And how old were you at the time when you got to America? I think I was between eight, I think eight years old, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. That, that's incredible. So refugee came here. Mm-hmm. ended up in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. How did you become a microbiologist? Uh, I went to Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. I went to, yeah, the Ohio State. <laughs> the Ohio State. <laughs> so uh, I first started at Columbus Community College at Columbus State. So then I was interested in science, you know, took a lot of um, chemistry courses then I was like, oh, let me try microbiology, was which I was interested in science, you know, as a young age. So that kind of took me to do microbiology. And then you ended up uh, working for LabCorp, and then you became a serial entrepreneur. I mean, truly an incredible story. Okay, let's go to the, the next yes, questions. Yes. What is one skill you don't possess but wish you did? Oh. Uh, Swimming. You can't swim. No, I cannot. <laughs> you you got to take swimming lessons, Mahal. I know. <laughs> we have a lot of swim schools in our shopping centers. Uh, maybe we need to bring one to the one you're in, but you, you, you need to learn to swim. No, no, that's the, the I, that's one aspect. And riding a horse, you know, horse, that's the second. You know, I wish I did, yeah. Hmm, very interesting. Last question. What is one thing most people agree with, but you do not. That's interesting because uh, most people, that's kind of a little bit hard question, you know, because. I can't give you only the layups. (laughs) Uh, I will say, uh, I mean, there's quite a few things, you know, most people agree on, I think most people agree on um, a day-to-day job. Like persisting a job or job security, does that? So me, I, I don't agree on that. I think job security, um, it can have an impact. You know, if like let me put it this way, like a lot of people believe in having one job. You know, and I disagree, or job security as they call it. Why? Because I think an individual should be, you know entrepreneur and expand uh the knowledge you know right across uh basically open their mindset to different uh 
job opportunities or anything else because a lot of people are let me just say closed minded basically they don't want to or fear you know i think that kind of um they don't want to really do anything or they think okay i'm still you know i i'm okay you know i'm doing just one thing i think a lot of people they don't have they don't believe in they they have a lot of skills am i does that make sense sure do anything that they want to but that's why a lot of people they think oh why is this individual have what he has but they don't understand that anybody can have anything they did they desire it's just they did did they make that extra step you know i i mean you're living proof right you yes. Yes. came from a refugee camp that's correct ended up at one of the most prestigious universities in america that's correct became a microbiologist and now you're a serial entrepreneur so kudos to you and i think you're Thank living you. proof that people can be anything they want to be that's correct yep okay mm -hmm. so I think this is an interesting one. People will probably think that the whole episode would be about Sophina's Cafe, and we'll get more into Sophina's Cafe, but, yes. but one of the interesting things is DLC launched a tenant referral program, mm -hmm. and you referred one of your friends yes. to open a business in a DLC shopping center, and you had a friend who recently opened a pharmacy in the shopping center where you are a tenant. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that story and how that came to be? Okay, that story came to be, uh, first of all, this guy, uh, he came um, to try our food. Um, he came to our restaurant to try the food. Uh, so uh, me and him, we was talking and he told me that he knew my, my father. So I didn't know him but he knew my father. So I was like, oh, interesting. And he's been in in the city of Columbus for years. Uh, I guess we was in the same time, came probably same time frame uh, about the refugee and all that. So he knew my father that way. And uh, so he was saying that he had a pharmacy uh, somewhere in another location. So, and I told him, hey, I said, won't you open a pharmacy uh, where we're at? Because it looks like, you know, there's quite a few places uh, available. And uh, this area is, so when I, yeah, so when I told him, I want you to open a location, said, he said, I have another location. So then I brought him to show him the area. Me and him, we actually show, I showed him the area. Then he was interested. He said, I, I'm interested in the location. Can you please call or refer me? I said, okay. But then I talked to Miss um, uh, Emily. I think she's one of the general managers uh, at the, um, so I, and she's, she actually said, hey, we have a referral program. And, you know, so that's how I actually signed him. And he likes the location. You know, he, he's seen what uh, uh, the traffic and, and is an excellent location. So that's where he actually um, was interested. Yeah, that's an incredible story. Yes, sir. I think the first thing that's fascinating is he was also a refugee. And because there's a, a, a larger Somali population in this part of Columbus, correct? That's, that's correct, sir. Yes. And so, and you guys had this connection 
family connection and yes. you were able to um, recruit him to open up a location in the shopping center, which will hopefully help you because more people will come to the shopping center and more traffic to the property. It obviously helps us. And we now have, we have a referral program, so we're able to get you into our DLC tenant referral program and a, a real win-win, totally fascinating story. Uh, really appreciate it. And it is wild. That's Northern Lights Pharmacy ended up at Northern Lights Shopping Center. And this is very, for everyone out there, this is very recent. This is in the last 12 months, this has happened. So tell us a little bit more about, so you can get a plug and uh, people, if they're in Columbus, they can come find you. Tell us a little bit more about Sofina's Cafe. Sofina's Cafe is, uh, first of all, is, a, is in a great location. And second, um, the way we actually designed inside is more um, kind of traditional and kind of has that vibe of welcoming, you know. So uh, when we actually serve uh, individuals, we, I mean, you know, it's different because the difference is like when you go to an American restaurant or any other restaurant, uh, I think a lot of kind of cafe, you have to pay first, if that makes sense. Most of them, but here, wherever the customer is, he has to sit down. We bring him, you know, um, couple of appetizers. Once he eats, then he pays. So he doesn't pay first <laughs> before trying, you know, appetizers. So, like, if I go to like Panera or Starbucks, I pay, then they give me the the drink or the food. That's correct. At That's your correct. place, you, you don't you do have that. No, no, you have to taste or, you know. <laughs> uh, and what type, and, and I know it's Eastern African cuisine. Give everybody yes. a little flavor of what that actually means. What type of food is served in your restaurant? It's, it's basically like uh, Italian. Let me, uh, a lot of people, they don't know that Somali was colonized by Italian. So, and the food is more like pasta. We have pasta, we have Alfredo, you know, we have... Um, a uh, lot of cuisines that's pertain to like Italian, you know. Interesting. Uh huh. Anything that what is what's your specialty dish? Uh, special. We have salmon and pasta. You know, uh, sambusa we have as an appetizer, which is filled with uh, vegetables and or beef, or um, you know, uh, fish. Why don't you tell everyone what sambusa is? Sambusa is um. It's like a triangular shaped uh, house, you know, if um, inside is vegetables, you know, you can have veggies or you can have uh, beans inside. It's like a roll, like an egg roll, basically, but it's a triangular shaped, uh, you know. Very, very cool. Yes, I've had it before. So, yes, yes. Sir. And it's it's very, uh, very good food. And yes. if you're in Columbus, everyone check out Sofina's. Okay. Yes. Well, everyone, that's the story of how Northern Lights Pharmacy ended up at Northern Lights Shopping Center. Mohammed, I want to take us to the last part of the show. I got three fun questions. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Question one. What extinct retailer do you wish would come back from the dead? Um, I will say, I mean, is JCPenney dead? 
<laughs> not totally. No, no, not totally. They're still around. Uh, retail. Uh, I really don't remember any uh, retail that's. Uh, Was there like a favorite store that's no longer in business in Sioux Falls or something like that? <laughs> uh, uh, really, it's right now most of the retail stores that I shop is the same retail stores. So it's kind of hard for me to determine. What's your favorite store? My favorite store. It has to be Kohl's. Kohl's. Got yeah. it. Yeah. The, the reason is because they have uh, uh, kids, you know, young kids, and they like the area. It's, it's made, like family, kind of. It feels the family-oriented, and it's not big. It's easy to get in, find what you need, and uh, get out, you know. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. What's the last product over $20 you bought in the store? I will say headphones. Oh, what kind of headphones oh. you got? Uh, it's it starts with a JB, I think. It's, it, was for, it was for my son, actually. Yesterday. Yeah, last night at Walmart. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah. How old are your kids? My son, actually, long story, I got married way early. That's a tradition uh, for a lot of, I mean, for where I'm from, you know, what Somali part. So my son, he's 10 years old. He's turning 11. Excellent. You What's know? his name? Ali. A-L-I. Ali. Okay. Last question, Mohammed. If you and I were shopping at Target. Yes. And I lost you. Mm -hmm. What aisle would I find you in? Um, I would say the, um, the clothing area. The clothing. Men active wear. Yep. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before we end, just give everyone a little flavor hat. Over the last year, yes, pandemic and everything going on, how's business been at Sophina's Cafe? It's been actually excellent. Uh, we kind of adapted uh, to a lot of people. You know, when we once we opened was you know in the, that year time frame, but it was kind of difficult. A lot of people were inside home, but we kind of posted in social media, and people were actually coming out, and that kind of brought more. Um, more customers to us, I believe, because when stuff was kind of, you know, you know, in a pandemic, yeah, it went down and uh, a lot of people actually want, are, were searching. So they started calling us. They're saying that, hey, do you guys do delivery? So we actually hired an individual to deliver in the home because we were we didn't have uh, like Grubhub or, you know, um, those uh, delivery apps at that moment because we was new, you know. So we just hired an individual to deliver foods to uh, customer homes and whatnot, which kind of brought a lot of people to come and try our food, actually. Got it. Mm -hmm. And is it more of a lunch spot, dinner spot? Tell everybody. I will say we have we just added breakfast. Most of like it was lunch and dinner at first, but we just recently added breakfast. Yep. Excellent. How's breakfast going? It's uh, it's picking up slowly. But it's going good. Yeah. What What is Eastern African breakfast food? <laughs> East African breakfast food is similar. I would say we serve ground beef or ground shredder beef with uh, on the side um, of I would say like uh, lettuce, and uh, we serve omelet. You know, omelet sandwich, and um, usually you can have you know. Ground beef, shredded ground beef, liver, 
Interesting. And so, yep, yep. Okay. Well, listen, Muhammad, you're a busy yes, guy. Sir. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And uh, keep uh, rocking in, in your restaurant, man. I also wanted to let you know one thing, one more thing. Sure. Um, we started a flea market, actually, on in Columbus. One of the largest flea market. Wow. Yes. Yes, sir. Very cool, man. Yes, it's called International Mall. If you search it, yep. One of the most ethnic spots in Columbus. It just recently opened, so. Congratulations, man. Thank you for listening to Retail Retold. If you want to share a story about a retail real estate deal that you were a part of on our show, please reach out to us at retailretold at dlcmgmt.com. This show highlights the stories behind the deals from all perspectives. So it doesn't matter if you are a retailer, broker, entrepreneur, architect, or an attorney. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Retail Retold so you don't miss out on next Thursday's episode.